Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Lamo. This is program number 768. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. There are three, including postage and handling. Today, we're continuing on in the book of Revelation. I think we're still in chapter, what, 14? 13. 13. Chapter 13. All right. I know the book of Revelation, and you're going to be able to understand. It's a very simple to understand book when you're in the Spirit. But if you're not walking in the Spirit, if you haven't studied, if you haven't uh, walked in the Lord or with the Lord and in Him and Him in you, well, then it's very hard to understand. But uh, it's very plain and simple once you know it. And it's understood in these last days because these are the days that the book of Revelation is happening. These things are not to be understood until the time comes that it's the end. And this is the end. And then we have some songs, and I've got some uh, letters today. But right now, let's pray, Father God, that you will anoint me. Continue anointing me, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that people can understand uh, your word, and that they become alive and full of zeal rather than be lukewarm. Because if they continue being lukewarm, you're going to spoo them out of your mouth. That's what you said in the book of Revelation. And Lord, that... Uh, Souls may be saved in the church strengthened, which is the body of Christ, which is the new Jerusalem, which is your bride, your spotless bride, clean without one sin on it. Perfect. Hallelujah. And we are perfect that walk in the spirit. Lord, we ask that you save souls in the name of Jesus. Block Satan. Dis, uh, destroy him. Father God, uh, destroy the works of Satan. And destroy him, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. And open up doors for us and in Jesus' mighty name. And we all give you the praise, the honor, the thanks, and the glory in Jesus' name. And everyone says amen. Amen. Okay, here's a recent recording. I just did this a couple of weeks ago. And it's, uh, and let's see, this is what? What date is it today? July this is July the 20th, uh, 2008. And so you go back about two weeks, and that's when I uh, recorded this. It's uh, my tribute. Andre Crouch wrote it, came to my house one night in Nashville and asked me to record it, and we finally did it. This He came to the house about 25 years ago. And so I did it lately here, just two weeks ago. It's called My Tribute to God Be the Glory. Father God, praise your holy name, Father God. I thank and praise your holy name. I never knew that you'd choose me in the last days to be the head of a worldwide work of God, preaching the gospel to hundreds of millions of people so that they could be led to glory. And they would all give glory to you, Father God. None of the glory goes to me, Father. I give all my love and my praise to you, Father God, be the glory. And I thank you, Father God. How can I say thanks 
for all the things you have done for me. Things so undeserved, yet you give to prove your love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am, or ever hope to be, I owe it all to Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Father God. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the thing. Has saved me with his power. He has raised me to God. Be the glory for the things he has done. Just let me live my life for you, Lord. Let it be pleased. And should I gain any praise, let it go to Calvary. With His blood, He has saved me. With His power, He has raised me.
Praise the Lord. Yes, to God be the glory for everything that he's done. And I really give God the glory for laying down all the word of God so that we have a direction, we know exactly what's going on. You know, the book of Revelation couldn't be more plain. It's just amazing that people don't know it. And um, I'm glad that the Lord gave me the understanding of it. And we're starting out here, uh, I think it's uh, chapter 13, verse 15. And we're talking about uh, the uh, beast and uh, this Antichrist uh, regime that was once dead, which is the Roman cult, and then Satan with uh, money and other things that are able to look miraculous if you put them into action. I know that uh, you can take anything and build it up so big that people actually will start worshiping it. And one of the uh, the biggest weapon in the world is uh, word. Uh, Goebbels, who was the uh, propaganda uh, ministry for Adolf Hitler, stated that words are more powerful than bombs. And so uh, this he knew, and I know it too, because I used to be in the promotional field, and I promoted different singers like Sonny and Cher, Rovan, and uh, another one, Robert Parker James, who I changed his name, and many actors and singers and all types of different people. Even the Democratic Party wanted to uh, hire me to uh, promote the entire Democratic Party. And uh, they knew that I had the touch uh, to be able to do that. But I didn't want to do it because I didn't know anything about the Democratic Party or po politics at all. But here's a little illustration here in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 15. And he, the beast, or uh, the dragon, had power to give life unto the image of the beast. Now, the image of the beast. Well, a lot of people don't even know what an image is. That the uh, image of the beast should both speak. In other words, this beast should have an image so that it could actually speak and uh, cause, uh, cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Now, what we are is like, uh, I was an image maker. You can take somebody that can, you know, has a, some kind of a voice, and you can just build their image on television. And in the Billboard magazine, and Cashbox magazine, and you can build their image to the point where nobody paid any attention to them before, but you start building their image on television, radio, t you know, uh, flyers, pamphlets. Uh, you give it the treatment, what we call the treatment. Uh, and, um, you know, when we were taking Anne Margaret in to record her over at RCA Victor, when she first came to Hollywood, she was only about 16 years old, and we took her into the studios, and while we were walking uh, about a block away, or a block and a half away from R.C. Victor on Sunset and Vine, it used to be, 
uh, I asked one of the guys, Ann and I were talking like crazy back and forth, and she was really bubbly and happy and everything. And uh, I said, what's the story with this girl? <laughs> Can't she sing? They, they said, they're building her image. Uh, they're giving her the treatment. They're going to make a superstar out of her. Oh, I said, oh, I see. Okay. So we went in and uh, recorded her on a song called Lost Love that was written by H.B. Barnum, and he was conducting uh, uh, the orchestra and her. So, and the uh, he, the beast, had power to give life unto the image. Now, people back when this was written, they didn't understand what that meant. But they're building her image, or the beast's image, that the uh, image of the beast should both speak, like the television does, and cause that, uh, that as many as would not worship this uh, new philosophy of life, which is Satan's, uh, they're building the image of Satan, that the image of the beast should be killed. Now, I'd like to have um, Yvonne come over here and read what the word image means. Go ahead, read it. She's right talking to here. Image, a reproduction or imitation of the form of a person or thing. Yeah, in other words, that person is something. Somebody can sing pretty good, you know. And then they, they start building the image. Well, this person likes to fish and hunt, and uh, this person is uh, going to be the next Caruso or the next Elvis Presley or something. Watch out for this one, and they just keep pumping your brain full of this image of this person that really 99.9% of the time is fictitious. It's not real. You know, it's just they're just building it up in your little pea-picking brains, and so that, uh, or, you know, you will definitely receive the hype, okay? Because you all have, you're all worshiping the beast. The Bible says that uh, the whole world, all those that are not going, uh, whose names are not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you just, uh, you're going to hell, amen? Okay, so go ahead, because you received the image, don't you get it? Yet follow. Okay, read the rest of this. Especially an imitation in solid form, statue. Yeah, a statue. Okay, keep going. The optical counterpart of an object produced by an optical device as a lens or mirror. Or yeah. yeah, so you look in a mirror and you see your image. Okay, but if you look in the mirror and you say adultery is, uh, is okay, okay, and homosexuality is all right. That's the image they're pumping into your brain, okay? And that lesbianism is wonderful. After all, we should all love one another. In other words, they make love, instead of the keeping of God's commandments, they make it sensual and lascivious and um, evil. Then what? Or an electronic device. Electronic device, like a television set, that this man... Uh, I uh, didn't understand at all. He didn't know what a TV was back there when he was on the Isle of Patmos around 2,000 years ago. Then what? A visual representation of something as a likeness of an object produced on a photographic material. Oh, so that could be an image too. If you take a picture of yourself, you look at it, it's an image of you. 
Only an image of you. Only an image won't do. Please give me your picture, more than your picture. I want a you, okay? So they're giving you a picture, and then you want to be like the uh, picture that they're portraying. Uh, so you want to be like the beast, and so you worship the beast. Oh, yeah, we're able to be free now. Uh, Satan has set us free, but it's really the Lord, this, uh, this beast, uh, this image is talking to us on TV. And you can call on the phone and talk to the people on television and they talk back to you. Uh, give us your opinion of whether you think homosexuality is all right or not. Doesn't make any difference what God says. What do you think? Cause your opinion, uh, of this image of, uh, this new uh, world order, which is, uh, everything sinful is fine. Whatever feels good, let's do it. Okay? Let's just do it. So you're following the image of the beast, but keep going so this will prove what I'm saying to be true. A picture produced on a electronic display as a television or computer screen. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay, and this, these, uh, people on TV, are uh, doing all types of uh, pornography. And they're telling you, well, it's just widespread now. People are um, practicing pedophilia, a new word. In other words, it means that they're having sex with little boys and girls, preteen boys and girls. They haven't reached puberty yet, and not only they're doing homosexual things with them. And uh, it's fine, but we uh, all voted that... Uh, Getting mar- man, getting married to man is okay. That's the new image. You get it? And uh, lesbians can be lesbian. They wonder, well, I wonder, I hear so much about it. I wonder if it's going to be good. I think I will have sex, a woman says, with another woman. And these men say, well, I think I will have sex with another man uh, so that I can uh, live up to the image that I'm seeing on TV. And in the newspapers and in magazines and all over the veldt, all over the world. Then keep going. Exact likeness? Yeah, you want to be like the exact likeness. You're looking into that mirror screen and say, I want to be like the beast. And therefore the Lord doesn't allow your name to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. Keep going. Semblance? God created man in his own image, Genesis 1.27. Yeah, and then the devil comes on TV and uh, creates you because you receive it into your little pea-picking brain to be like Satan. And the Lord says that can happen to you very easily by not following the Lord's word. You have to be dogmatic. You have to be just very narrow-minded. You have to narrowly believe the word of God in order to escape being like the beast, like the dragon, the devil. Okay, the, even natural, uh, they don't have natural affections anymore. They're like completely opposite of God, exactly the opposite. Now, if Satan, if uh, the world government uh, isn't Satan, then what would Satan do more than what this satanic evil beast is doing? You see people recanting on the Lord. They say, well, gosh, I don't like living such a strict life. I, 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 everything is I. And Satan tells you, yeah, it should be you, 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 instead of surrendering your entire life unto the Lord. 
It's too straight for me. This life is too strict. I don't like uh, denying myself and taking up the cross and following the Lord. I hate it. I, I want. I liked it when I was out in the world. There was more freedom. I didn't have to work as hard. I didn't have to be on guard all the time. Uh, there was no persecution. There was none of these things. I like what the beast says. I know that if I do what the beast says, they're going to be easy on me if I do something wrong and they try to put me in prison or jail. They'll go easy on me, but they're going to go heavy on somebody that's keeping the commandments of the Lord. Well, keep going on what image means. A person strikingly like another person. She is the image of her mother. Yeah, and you people are the image of the devil. Okay, then what? A tangible or visible representation. Incarnation. The image of filial devotion. An illusory form apparition a mental picture uh, at least you spell it i-l-l-u-s-o-r-y illusory like your been strong delusions satan god has allowed satan to send strong delusions to you because you worship satan and so you're delusionary you believe and he has made you to believe a lie god has made you to believe a lie because you won't get your eyes off the image of the beast, which is the TV, which keeps uh, talking with Satan's mouth. That is his mouth. And those are his images, nude people walking around. It's getting to the point now where, you know, it's uh, supposedly funny to see people naked walking down the street. And you can see that there are hundreds of people walking around nude. You know, and to anybody that would see that and just stay watching it instead of turning away from it, instead of being up uh, uh, to, to make you livid at what's going on. Why do you want your children to grow up like that? What's wrong with you, you bastards? Okay, keep going. A mental picture or impression of something had a negative body image of herself. A mental conception held in common by members of a group and symbolic of a basic attitude and orientation. Okay, that's what it is. It's a basic attitude. And you're being orientated into this new attitude. That's why they call it the New World Order. In other words, it's the uh, in order of Satan. Uh, you're going out of order. You're out of order with the Lord. You're not uh, keeping his commandments. You're not paying any attention to what he says or what's evil. He says what's evil, and he says free from the very appearance of evil. Amen? Amen. But you don't. And therefore, you're going to be sent strong delusions. God will allow it to happen, he says, and I'll make you believe a lie that your souls might be damned. Then what? Example. A disorderly courtroom can seriously tarnish a community's image of just justice. Yes, you see that all over the place. That is the same thing too. If you're a Christian, they say you don't stand as much. Uh, you don't stand uh, uh, able to win a court case any more than a snowball has in hell. Okay, then what? Idea, concept. A vivid or graphic representation or description. Figure of speech. A popular conception as of a person, institution, or nation. Projected especially through the mass media. 
Ah, it's projected to you through the mass media. That's Satan's voice and it's caught you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You've been had unless you break away from it. Now that's up to you. You choose whether you're going to heaven or hell. You can break yourself of that if you really believe the word of God. So he says, is that was that where we ended? Okay, just a little bit more here. Promoting a corporate image of brotherly love and concern. Yeah, now everything is love, 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 when really is hate, hate, hate. Uh, it's love to let men sleep with men and marry men, men marry men, and women marry women. It's love to just let people, um, uh, you know, you don't see the priests of the Vatican being prosecuted because it's love. You know, they they just don't have wives and so it's okay for them to have sex with babies and uh, little toddlers and little 8, 9, and 10, and 12-year-old boys, altar boys. And it's all right for them to take drugs. And we have to be... uh and it's all right for them to kill people. We just have to be forgiving. This is all a bunch of hooey. Hooey da hooey. Bluey da bluey. Gablooey da gablooey. It's knocking you out and putting you into a coma of Satan worship. You're believing this garbage and uh, we all have those tendencies, uh, they say, and so therefore we need to be merciful, except for Christians. Now then, um, mercy, well, why is it that they're bombing every country that they want to get into their uh, unholy dictatorship? Uh, see, everything is to be forgiven, like Clanton murders, all the people at Waco. It's a slaughter. Uh, massacre. But he says, well, the biggest mistake I made uh, was Waco. I should have never done it. But still, you don't apologize for that, man. You get the electric chair or bolt him down to one of these uh, gurneys and stick a needle in him and put him to sleep. Or the law is for everyone. But the law is no longer the law. It's okay for people that were attorneys and that a bunch of idiots voted into uh, office and a bunch of devil worshipers. And they say, well, he's just like us, you know. He has oral sex and we do too. And so what's so wrong with him? He's a liar and so are all of us. And so there, it's the image of the beast, the image of Satan. That's what you people are. And that's what the Lord is talking about here in this verse. He says, and he had power to give life. <laughs> he brings life and promotes it, pumps it into your pea-picking, evil-loving brains. Into, so uh, he has power to give life unto this new image of the beast, this uh, one world government. One world psychology. 
one world filth that the image of the beast should both speak you know this is good you know everybody vote call us and see if you think that we men should get married with men even though god says that's an abomination they go to hell for it and you vote and say well yeah let people be people we all live uh let live and let live but see we christians have been told that if we let people do this without warning them then uh we'll go to hell the lord doesn't have live and let live attitude otherwise he wouldn't have died for all of us and uh shed his blood for us, and then went to hell for us. And he caused that as many as would not buy this garbage or worship the bee, the image of the beast, that we should be put to death. We should be killed. Actually, it's murdered. Was there more? There's more here. Well, that we read? Well, that's enough. It says uh, projected this evil stuff into people's brains. Now, does everybody understand verse 15? Yes. Okay, and uh, verse 16. And he causes all, this beast causes all, this projection that he has into your brains, into your spirit, into your soul. And he, this beast, this Antichrist, this that's given power, his power by Satan, uh, he causes all both small and great, rico, rich and poor, free and in prison, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Verse 17, and that no man might buy or sell except those that have bought the philosophy of Satan instead of God, instead of the truth of God. So I'll say it in the words of the Lord, and that no man might buy or sell with the exception of he that had the mark of the name of the beast, which is 666 Antichrist, or the number of his name. In other words, you're penalized to the point to where you can't buy. I already cannot buy and sell. I can have, n nobody will give me a credit card. Even though my credit was better than anybody else's that I know, they wouldn't give me a credit card. Now, because I've come out of the woodwork with the word of God. So, and that no man might buy or sell have a credit card or anything like that, save the he that had the mark or the name of the beast because this mark on you will be your credit card. They'll put a chip in you, uh, for your forehead or your right hand so that you can buy and sell. If you don't have that mark, you don't have the chip, you can't buy. You can't sell anything either because anybody that sells something will have to record what your mark is. What your number is. And if you don't have a number or a mark, you can't sell either because people will not fool with you because they know that they'll get killed if they sell to you. So that no man, save he that has the mark or the name of the beast or the number 
of his name. Now verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath, uh, has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. That's six sixty six. This all happened in nineteen sixty six. Uh, Satan started really taking over. Uh, people were marked at the mark of the beast then. This is when the hippies were in Haight-Ashbury, and the, they were spray-painting Hollywood Boulevard, and there was the Watts riots, and they were beginning to, the kids got it into their head that it was all right to burn down the establishment because they saw the establishment boozing it up and taking drugs and everything. So their fathers and mothers were telling them, now don't you take drugs, don't you take booze and everything. And so the children rebelled at that because they were hypocrites. And so they started doing it. And they wanted to just burn all these hypocrites to the ground. Chapter 14, verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Sion. That's what I named my boy, Sion, S-I-O-N. God gave me that name to name him. And with him, in hundred forty and four thousand. So that's the hundred and forty and four thousand people that would be saved, that were Jews in the last days having his father's name written in their foreheads. Now these uh, four angels are holding back the wind, saying don't hurt the oil and the wine, and don't hurt any of the brothers and sisters that have God's name written in their foreheads. And so the Lamb of God is with them. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is with them, and they're preaching the gospel in a straight and narrow way, whereby you can understand it. And uh, the Lord says, now, don't hurt anybody. Don't pour out the wrath on the earth yet until this 140 and 4,000 Jews have their father's name written in their foreheads. They got to get stamped. And the multitudes also of Gentiles. Verse 2. And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. Boy, it's getting ready now. The marriage supper of the Lamb. You can hear these uh, the voices and great thunders, not just regular thunders, but great thunders big thunder and I heard the voices of harpers harping with their harps. Verse 3 And they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts uh, those that are of the Lord and the elders 
and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand Jews which were redeemed from the earth. They were saved. Verse 4. These are they which were not uh, defiled with women. Now a lot of people say, well, they're virgins. Uh, well, it's so far as uh, bowing down before other gods, they're virgins. But they have wives. They're not like... Uh, the Antichrist cult uh, Rome, they, they do have wives, uh, but they're not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, whithersoever he goeth. Uh, these were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ who was God, the, the flesh that God came into the world in. And so, uh, not being defiled with women, for they are virgins, uh, um, having relationships with a woman being married is of the Lord. So, people that don't know the word of God might say, well, it's uh, really not all right to be married. And a lot of people are on that bad trip. But it is all right to be married uh, because they uh, it, it means they're virgins. That means that they haven't committed any sins. They're defiled with women, Jezebel, for instance, for they are virgins. They haven't bowed down to any other God but God Almighty and his son, Christ Jesus. That makes them, in God's eyes, virgins. Okay? These are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goes. If he goes to death, well, they go to death with him. If they go to prison, he go, they go with him. These were redeemed from among men being the first fruits among uh, unto God and to the Lamb, Jesus. Verse 5, And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault. Um, without fault? Wait a minute now. Charles Stanley says there's no one that's perfect. Well, would it be perfect if you are without fault? Okay, well, Charles Stanley is a bald-faced liar then, isn't he? Yeah. Either he is or Jesus is. Now, you choose which one you want to follow, Charles Stanley, who is of the beast, or the Lord. Who do you want to follow? The Lord. The Lord. All right. Praise the Lord. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Verse 6. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Well, he saw another angel fly in the, in the midst of heaven, 
having the everlasting gospel, the everlasting truth, to preach unto them that dwell on the earth. Well, why just us? Isn't there life on other planets? No, there is not. Now, this is another thing that Satan is trying to make you believe, and the Catholics say, why, it's all right to believe in other uh uh, these different uh, aliens from other planets? <laughs> no, it's not. There's nobody else on any other planet. Unto them that dwell on earth, this is what the gospel is to, and to every nation, and every nationality, it says, to every nationality, and kindred, and speech, language, and people. I have to turn the page. And let's see what we have here. Saying with a loud voice, Fear God, not the Antichrist. Fear God! And give glory to Him, not to Satan. For the hour of His judgment is come. It's on you already, folks. It's come. And worship Him that made heaven and earth. Not the people that live on here. Not the devil. And to him that made heaven and earth. And he also made the sea. And the foundation, the fountains of water. Verse 8. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen is fallen. That great city, this is Rome, Babylon, this is mystery Babylon. This is not uh, Iraq any longer or Iran. This is mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon is different. It's a mystery because you need to know the word of God to know what that mystery is. And I'm just coming right out with it. It's Rome. Babylon, Rome is fallen, is fallen. That great city, Rome, Italy, because she made all nations drink, in other words, through the projection of the screen, the television screen and the media, all at large, drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. If you didn't do what she said, she'd put you to death. You wouldn't be able to buy or sell. So he says... Uh, Babylon, mystery Babylon is fallen, is fallen. Well, I wonder who made her fall. The Lord made her fall, amen, because she's so damnably wicked. That great city, oh man, you know, they say Rome was a building a day, and when you're there, that's the understatement of the world. Because it looks like it took a million years to develop that uh, city. This great city. You come back to the United States and all you see is cities that's got uh, um, lamp posts and uh, billboards. <laughs> but this town, uh, this great city's got statues by the hundreds of thousands, huge statues, 15, 20, and 30 feet high. And uh, each one of them looks like it took somebody a lifetime to carve them. So this great city, because she made all 
nations of people drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, of her evil, rotten sins, and her doctrines, and her false doctrines. Verse 9, And the third angel followed them, this is the end now, folks, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, this is this Antichrist government, Babylon, and his image, the things that are being said on television and projected into your little pea-picking hearts, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Verse 10, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture. Now, you know, when I was out in the world, I used to drink mixed drinks. Uh, I'd have a Tom Collins. They put Tom Collins mix in there and some other stuff, whatever. And but this is like uh, cold turkey without any soda pops, without any type of mixture, into the cup of God's indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 11. And the smoke of their torment, all you people out there that don't repent, ascendeth up forever and ever. In other words, you're going to fry forever and ever. And you're not going to be able to die. And they have no rest. Uh, you know, it's so nice when you're working out in the hot sun to sit down and rest and have a cool drink. You will not have any rest day or night who worship the this Antichrist bastard and his image uh, his new world image where you're supposed to do everything that Satan says is good. And his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Verse 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Well, man, who, who wouldn't be patient? I don't want to fry forever and ever and for my smoke to come up forever. So I have to have patience. Patience is one of the greatest virtues. Here are they that keep the commandments, those that have patience, of God and the faith of Jesus. In other words, Jesus is the word of God, so you have faith in the word of God, not the stuff, the garbage that they're preaching to you over the TV, including all these false prophets, primarily. Verse 13, And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Well, who are the works of these people going to, uh, who, who, uh, who are they? 
whose works uh, will follow them. And who is the ones that's going to continue their works? And this, the last shall be first. The people that are saved last shall be first. And the first will be last. And that's verse, uh, we're going into verse 14. It's time to read a letter or two if we have time. The continuation of that last letter that you were reading. We'll start with, where is that again from? From Tacoa, Georgia. Okay, let's go. Satan uses the very same Bible, pulpit, and church. He performs his miracles just as in Bible days before Moses. We do still live in Bible days as God does not, as God does not know time as we do. God does know everything more than we do, as we do, and more than we do. So don't let anybody kid you on that one. You must have received that from the TV. Then what? We forget that God has a small, still voice. Jesus himself... He's got a small, still voice, and he's got a big-time voice, too, that thunders and lightnings. Okay, then what else? Jesus himself had a trial and was found guilty, and we need to remember that such still goes on. Those with an ear to hear need to wake up. The night is far spent. I wish you could send me tapes. With, tapes or CDs would be fine either. Of real good and hard preaching. Well, that, then nobody preaches harder than I do. Amen. Okay, then what else? We have had enough of the lukewarm stuff, but that seems to have overtaken the nation. Adulterated preaching just has no power, and we see people wondering what has happened and is happening. Surely it's easy to see. The Bible is too easy, and we tend to think that it is null and void. What a wake-up call we stand to face. Well, I, I don't believe that the word is it's easy to those of us that are really drenched in the Holy Spirit. It's very simple. I've made it simple for you, haven't I? Amen. Okay, then what? What a wake-up call we stand to face when push comes to shove. This lukewarm stuff will be spewed out of God's mouth, and he also says that he would laugh at our calamity. That is surely something that should catch our attention. God is not Santa Claus, as we have been led to believe. Satan in the pulpit has caused a lot of damage. However, even the wayfaring man can find the way. So that puts the burden on us to diligently search and quit playing around with Satan, and especially in church. Not only search, but we have to do uh, what we know to do. We have to search and then do what we find. Uh, you have to continue on this uh, one on the next message. All right, folks, uh, it's time. Those of you that really believe what I have said is what the Bible says. This is what God says. And for those that have an ear, the Spirit, uh, to hear what the Spirit says, I have that ear and I've told you what the Spirit says. So if you want to hear it, then say, and if you've heard it and you believe it, then you don't want to uh, be thrown into the lake of fire where your torment and the smoke of your torment will go up forever and ever, forever and ever. Then say this prayer and you'll be eliminated from that condemnation. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father God, and Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away, Jesus, in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. 
Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up in praise and thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how to receive a copy of this program, number 768. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. And we, all of you in Radio Land, everyone in the world, you must let the Lord have his own way in you. Let him have his own way. If you have to go to prison, go. If you have to go to death, go, because, you know, it's just like a little cigarette burn, and then you're in paradise forever. And if you don't, if you recant, you're going to be in hell, the lake of fire forever and evermore. So this is myself singing for you. Sing it with me. Have thine own way, Lord.
Christ, oh. 